welcome to the 1% Podcast. My name is Avi Wiswer, social media influencer and motivational speaker. Every week you hear an inspiring message. We hear from a person that is on their journey to success. With each episode, I hope that you can take something valuable with you, become 1% better in your life. Thank you for stopping by and let the growth begin. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the 1% Podcast. As always, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for showing support. And thank you guys for showing love on every single episode. I hope you guys are well. I hope you guys are growing. I hope you guys are bettering yourselves. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. The drink of choice, as I did last solo episode, was coffee. Still is coffee. Uh, But this time I added some, some milk to it. To give it a little bit better taste, um, even though black coffee to me, I still like it. I just wanted something different today. This week's episode is going to be things that I've learned in my 20s as I am 23, turning 24 this year. Starting to get old, but in that, I'm starting to gain more experiences, learn different things, lessons about myself self-aware, um, learning about other people, learning about just life in general. And I guess I'm just going to share with you some points that I've personally learned, some things that I've observed from others, from other people's experiences, from my own experiences and my own lens, and just kind of unravel a little bit as you know, I'll be hitting 25, obviously, in two years, the midpoint of the 20s, um, as I'm still early on in my life, there has been a good amount of lessons that I've learned. And I was just talking about this to somebody the other day, they don't really teach you what life is actually like in your 20s or adulthood in school, they don't tell you how it's going to be. After college, and I feel like even in college, you don't really know what life is going to be like until after you graduate. And as I still haven't graduated yet, I got a semester, a year and a semester left. I don't think I've experienced the real world. I think that I've experienced some things in terms of what I'm going after, what I want to achieve, the success that I want to have. So I've learned 100% a little bit. But I don't think I've even scratched the surface on what the real world, real world looks like. Um, And I just think it's funny that, you know, we could learn about our 20s in school, but we don't. And um, I don't know, I guess that's just for our interpretation, for our for us to experience what life is actually like outside of that. And. I'm just going to run some things that I've learned. And the first one is the highs and lows that you experience are not of a reflection of you, of self, of how successful you will be, of where you will end up. It's just for us to observe and for us to just experience. I think there are certain times in life that we think that the low will last forever, that we will never break out of this shell, that we will never break out of this low of sadness, of potential business, of potential just getting out of a relationship, that feeling of a low, that we will never get out of that or break through that. But there's a season for everything. We have a season for everything in our life. There's a season for growth. There's a season for isolation. There's a season for success. There's a season for self-exploration. There's a season for losing. There's a season for hurting and, and grieving and pain. There's a season for every single point of our life. And if we could just observe and look at it as an experience, as in that we are 
feeling it to our fullest potential and not trying to subside the potential pain or the potential low and we're not trying to subside that feeling and we're just experience it, experiencing and observing that, I think that we noticed a lot more about ourselves. Because for me personally, I've, I've been observing a low in terms of success for about a year and a half, two years now. My following count on, on TikTok hasn't really increased. And partially is due to the output of content that I've been producing. There has been things that I'm trying to build. For example, this podcast. And I haven't really been experiencing the highs that I once felt or that I once reached with views, with likes, with following count. And I think it's easy to get discouraged when you're at a pinnacle or reaching a pinnacle and no, you no longer see progress. And oftentimes we think that progress is just moving forward or going up. But little do we realize that there is progress being made in being stagnant. Now, what do I mean by that? Just because you're stagnant does not mean that you're not moving. Just because you're stagnant doesn't mean that there's not being, that there's not movement being made. If you're stagnant, you're moving, right? If you're not seeing a certain number of following count, if you're losing followers, there's still movement being made because you're still experiencing and you're still learning the lessons that are valuable in being stagnant or in losing or seeing a decrease in follower count. Because what does that do for you? Well, now you're going to appreciate your community that you've built. You're going to appreciate the people that follow you now, maybe to the, not the extent that you once did. So there's still movement being made in stagnancy and losing. It's about what is your perception of that loss of stagnancy? How do you view it now? How are you able to sit in that feeling of low? How are you able to sit in that feeling of stagnancy and see that still as forward continuation, forward movement? Because there's a lot to learn in losing. There's a lot to learn in failing. There's a lot to learn about yourself in things crumbling down. For starters, you learn about your character, your resiliency. Are you willing to continue pushing forward when you don't see progress movement? It's a test and a testament to how committed are you in that process? How committed are you to the journey? How committed are you to keep moving forward even when you are not seeing progress. And when people talk about the tunnel and not and seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, that's what it is. You don't know where you're going, but you know that you're moving forward. You can see the light. You can see yourself moving forward. You can see progress being made. You still have optimism that you're going to get to where you want to be, even experiencing that low and that loss. And being stagnant. It's like if a car is in neutral. And you're pushing it forward. That does not mean. That the car is not moving on its own. That means that the car is still moving. You're able to still push that car. So what does that mean? That the car is still able to go forward. Even though it's not on. And you are not moving the car. The car is still moving. I don't know if that was the right analogy. But. Within stagnancy, there's still movement. There's still progress being made. And when you're able to understand and really grasp 
that the season that you're currently in won't last forever. And it's so hard to really put a finger on that and, and we lose sight that we think that it's going to last forever. We think that this season is so detrimental to us that we will never recover, but I'm here to tell you that you will recover. You have to find something to cling hope onto. That future version of self that you want to create, that you want to be, hold on to that version. See that version. Really visualize that version. And if you're unable to have hope, grasp onto that. Because I'm telling you, that will propel you forward. That future version, that ideal version of self that you want to become, that could be enough motivation for you to keep going. Regardless of how low or how bad life may be, cling on to that. Because you owe it to yourself. You deserve it for yourself. And you will get there. Don't lose sight of that. Do not lose sight of that. Every season serves its purpose. Every season will serve its purpose. Whether you are mindful enough in identifying what that purpose is, is 100% up to you. Are you self-aware enough to ask yourself, well, what is this low? What is this emotion? What is this experience trying to teach me? And if you look at everything as a lesson, I promise you, you will have no problem becoming successful. You will have no problem being great in life. You will have no problem seeing forward progress. You will have no problem in becoming that ideal version of self. You will have no problem. Everything in your life is a lesson. You just have to look for it. And I know there's been so many times where me, other people that I know have gone down about their current circumstances and have got so caught up in their current circumstances that it throws them off course. Rightfully so. But in that same breath, you have to understand that you are just currently experiencing something. This is not how you are defined. This is not where your trajectory will go. It's just something that you are experiencing. But truly ask yourself, are you going to use that lesson for the better? Are you going to be now creating better discernment in decisions, in that forward progress, in that forward movement? Are you going to make better decisions for your life moving forward knowing of previous circumstances, of previous decisions that were being made or things that you've experienced that you now have better knowledge and wisdom upon that you can now create better discernment for the future? People often talk about regret, but we fail to realize, as I've learned in the book, The Mountain is You by Brianna West, that we need regret. Now, you may be asking yourself, well, what are you talking about? Why do we need regret? See, when we regret something, right, when we make a certain decision about someone, something, certain experience, we now have knowledge with us after that decision was made over time. Was this something that impacted my life in a positive way or a negative way? And then with that prior knowledge, now you can make better discernment in decisions. You now have better judgment for decisions that you want to be made or for prior knowledge that you once experienced that you now know going forward, you cannot repeat the same mistake. That is what regret will teach you. If you, in a relationship, left a person and at that point in time, that was the right decision for you, that's okay, no problem. But after that, going forward, what did that teach you about your life? Do you somewhat regret not having this person in your life anymore? Was their presence so valuable that you failed to realize it that now going forward, you sit back into your th- and think to yourself, 
I really want this person back. Or if I have another chance with a person like this, I will not make the same mistake. If you have a business decision and you maybe gambled a certain way and made a decision off of business and potentially you failed or you succeeded, now you can bring that knowledge with you moving forward. You made a personal decision. You now have prior knowledge on how the outcome of that situation went about or what was the outcome of that situation. Was it good or was it negative? Now you have prior knowledge moving forward to creating better discernment. That is what regret will teach us. But in that same breath, you want to be able to do everything that you initially wanted to do. You don't want to be 70 or 80 on your deathbed regretting certain things that you could have done, but you failed to act upon. You've talked about certain things, but you didn't act upon it. There was no action. You said you wanted to create a business, but there was no action towards it. You said you wanted to be a content creator, but there's no action towards it. You're just talking about it. You're just verbalizing it instead of actually doing the work. Take the risk. Take the fucking risk. There was a Shark Tank, somebody that is partial owner of Shark Tank or she's a participant in Shark Tank said, at 23 years old, you have nothing to fucking lose. In this 20s, in the 20s to 30s, you have nothing to fucking lose. You have no responsibilities other than self. If you're in a relationship, obviously there's responsibilities there. The responsibilities are probably getting an apartment, getting getting a house, potentially. If you live with your parents, then you have no, resp- no prior responsibilities to that. This 20s to 30s realm, take the fucking risk. Anything that your mind can think of and perceive to be your potential reality, fucking pursue it. Don't hold back. Go forward. Make the decision. Make the mistake. Take the loss. Take the lesson. Because you'd rather be 35, 40, and did the things that you wanted to do and maybe didn't succeed at than be 70 years old on your deathbed and regret that you didn't go after the certain decisions or the certain things that you wanted in life. They say that we have a long life. We we have a long life in retrospect, but in the realm of things, life moves fucking quick. Life moves so damn quick. That's why appreciating people, appreciating experiences, certain things that happen in your life are so vital because you'll be at a certain point where you'll you'll look at yourself and be like, there's so much I've either learned, there's so much I've either wasted five, ten years upon that if I would have just acted on it, who knows where my life could have went. Perfect example. 2020, COVID hits. There's a certain low point in my life. I pick up a microphone, I pick up my phone, and I start creating content and look at where it has gotten me. This is not where I want to be. But if I would have never picked up that phone and put it on my driver's wheel and started creating and started speaking, I would not be here right now. Because I took the fucking risk knowing I could embarrass myself on the internet, but also knowing that I had the wisdom and the knowledge of prior experiences to share with the world. And guess what? I'm doing the same fucking thing right here and now. Have a microphone, camera, lights, and I'm fucking recording. I'm doing the same exact thing. On a different scale, yes. Is it on a podcast? Yes. But it's a different scale. But I'm still choosing to take that fucking risk. And you have to take the initiative to move forward and to take that risk. Yes, it may feel uncomfortable at first. Yes, it may feel different or weird at first. But if you never take the 
take the risk, you will never know where you'll end up. You will never know. And one of the best quotes that I know of is that there's a paper and you're across this you're across the table from God and he pulls out this list and it's everything that you could have been everything that you could have been but you decided not to do it you decided not to do it you said you know what I'll stick to the 9 to 5 you know what I'll stick to this comfortable job I'll stick to being comfortable but you have to be uncomfortable being comfortable. You have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Every decision, everything in your life is not going to be ideal. It's not. But when you sit there and you're okay with making those uncomfortable decisions and you find comfort in that and you find joy, you find a thrill in making the uncomfortable decisions, that is where the most growth will lie. Sitting there, making the decision, not knowing what the outcome will be, but you're okay with whatever outcome is presented. Because you know at the end of it, you will learn something. About yourself, about life, about anything. You're taking that knowledge with you moving forward and potentially teaching somebody else about what you've learned. The greatest act that I will always believe for humanity is acts of service. And in the experience of experiencing or observing certain things that you went through, that you're going through, that you know you will face. That is the greatest act of service. Teaching somebody about something. Educating somebody about something. Giving your experience about something. That now that person can take with them for the rest of their life. Whether they learn to listen and actually, actually apply and make applicable for the rest of their life is not up to you, but it's up to them. But you left them with that nugget. You left them with that wisdom, with that advice, with the experiences that you fostered. You did that. Don't fucking wait. Don't wait till it's too late. Because sooner or later, you'll know that you have kids, you have somebody that you have to take care of, you have all of these things. Now, that's not to say to isolate yourself from a relationship, from all these things. But if it is not in alignment with who you want to become, then it should not be in your life. If it's not in alignment with who you are, who you want to become, and what you want to achieve, then it is not for you. And that is, no, that is how you know if things are for you in this life. If I'm moving one way and this person is moving, but they're moving to the right or they're moving to the left and they're not moving in the same direction that I am trying to go, then that is how you know that it is not for you. And that is how you create better discernment, better judgment. That is how you know. Be in alignment with people that are going to feed your higher purpose, that are going to feed your higher self, that they are not going to take away from what you are trying to achieve, what you are trying to become. And compliment you. And add value to your life. Don't choose somebody or be around certain people that you know are not good for you. That you know are going to bring you down. That, are, that you know are going to bring the worst out of you. The parts that you hate about yourself. Or the parts that you fail to accept. That person brings it out of you. That group brings it out of you. Be in alignment with people that you know are going to feed your higher purpose, that are going to make or aid you in forward progress. Don't be around people that are going to take from you. On that note, I'll take a drink.
Another thing I want to talk about is something that I failed to do and something that I'm learning and I often don't do a good job on is I don't show myself enough compassion. I don't show myself enough grace. I don't show myself enough appreciation or validity in what I'm doing. And I'm just now starting to learn as I've been trying to teach myself or trying to learn in my life that Showing yourself that empathy, that compassion, that love, that grace is incredibly important. As somebody who holds themselves to high standards, as somebody who wants great things, and I know deep down that I will achieve great things, I fail to appreciate the things that I'm doing or the things that I've done or the things that I know I'll continue to do. I fail to show myself grace. And I know there are a lot of individuals out there that don't show them show themselves enough grace, enough compassion, enough empathy, enough love that maybe they should. And it's imperative that you do. It's essential that you do. Don't be detrimental to yourself in your growth and your progress and what you are doing and what you are becoming because our mind already, if you are like me or if you watch this podcast, you probably are the same way where we try to belittle ourselves in what we're doing currently. We try to find ways to nitpick ourselves. And not fully understand, well, I'm doing a podcast. I'm creating social media content. I'm working a job. I'm trying to grow in personal aspects, in healing, in growing. That I think we just throw too much dirt on ourselves instead of actually showing compassion and empathy to ourselves. Listen, Av, in the past couple months, you've been you've been making so much progress. Talking to yourself, the way that the narrative that, and I've spoken about this before, but the narrative that you continue to tell yourself that you fail to show yourself compassion, that you fail to show yourself love in how much you've grown. You deserve it. What you've overcame, what you have done what you are doing and what you will do. You deserve it. Appreciate it. Validate it. Believe that it is valuable. Don't discredit or don't try to belittle what you're doing, or what you've done or what you're going to do. And show grace to yourself because at the end of the day, we're all human. We're all learning. We're all going through different experiences. We all have overcame different things. But by you trying to belittle yourself in your approach, in what you're doing, in all of these things is not ideal. You don't deserve that. You deserve love to sh and show towards yourself and show compassion towards yourself and show empathy towards yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. Because you don't deserve that. Life is already hard in itself. So for you just to throw dirt on yourself is not going to help you anymore. It's not going to change that narrative. And I understand that the narrative that is created from our mind is from childhood. How we were brought up. It's either how we were validated or invalidated or not accepted or potentially accepted in that environment. 
Were you neglected? Were you frowned upon for making certain decisions, for doing certain things? Were you not validated in, in your approaches towards life, in the things that you wanted to do? Show some damn love and compassion and empathy towards yourself. Because the younger version of yourself didn't deserve that, doesn't deserve that. So your current self doesn't deserve that either. Life is hard and you're just trying to maneuver through. And you're seen, you're heard, you're validated, you're appreciated. You're here and you've gotten to this point and you came so far. So don't throw dirt on yourself. Don't throw all of this negativity at yourself. It's not fair to you. Start to rewire your brain in, they say, affirmations or meditating. Just sitting with yourself, validating your experiences, validating yourself, validating everything that you've been through and are going through and things that you will encounter or will conquer. And as I have always said and will always say, yes, social media has played a part in that. But the younger version of yourself does not deserve all of the hate that you're throwing. So the next time you want to become a nuisance to yourself or you want to create a negative narrative towards yourself, envision, look at the younger version of yourself. Act as if you're actually talking to that version of yourself, to that eight-year-old version of self, to that five-year-old version of self. And if you're across from them, telling them all those things, how do you think they would feel? They wouldn't feel good, would they? They'd probably recycle that current experience that you're trying to overcome, that you are currently healing from. That younger version in self that was never accepted, was never validated, never felt as if what they're currently doing is enough. But what you're doing is enough, whether you realize it or not. You are enough. Your experience is validated. Where you're going will be seen, will be understood, will be accepted. But it won't be unless you're the person to accept it to validate it, to show that love, that empathy towards yourself. Until you believe it, nobody else will. Or until you believe it, you won't feel better about yourself. Making those small increments every day. Something else that I've learned is um, a part of this goes into the first point I made. Um, but take care of your, your peace, your time, your energy. Take care of what you're choosing to spend your time on. What you are choosing to use your energy on. Because your peace of mind is way too, way too important. Your time is way too important. Your energy is way too important. It is the most expensive currency that we have. Our time, our energy, and our peace. That is way too expensive. Those three things are way too expensive. So if you're wasting that on someone, on something that is not giving you the best return on investment, then maybe it's time to reevaluate that decision or that situation or being involved with a certain person or being involved with a current job or being involved with anything. You can't get that time back. You can't get that energy back. That peace of mind that potentially was broken, you can't get that back. And understanding that, yes, you will make mistakes there will be seasons where you may not have the best discernment, but
But if we can limit that, if we can take care of those three things, we can have such a peaceful life. Ironically. So wherever your attention goes, energy will flow. If your attention is on creating a better life, is on your purpose, is on your dream, is on the body of work or the person you want to become, well, guess what? That energy will flow. When is up for question, but knowing that you're putting that attention there, you're putting that energy there, at some point that will become positive energy and at some point you will make the breakthrough. But if your attention is on negative things, is on things that is hindering you, is on things that is holding you back, that is on things that aren't bringing the best out of you, well, guess what? That energy is going to flow. The mind is so powerful that what we ever what we focus on will manifest into our current reality. If we are focused on positive things, that will manifest into our current reality. If we are talking to ourselves positively, that will manifest in our current reality. If we are focused on our purpose and achieving what our calling is on this earth, then that will manifest into our current reality. The same goes with the negative. It will manifest into your current reality. So you need to watch where your attention is going, where your time is going, where your energy is going. Because it'll become your reality at some point. You've seen people, you've seen success stories, you've seen people that focused on negative things, people that you know that were going on the right path, but they eventually swerved off because their attention was on those negative things. And guess what? That derailed their life. That was a detriment to their life. And now they're trying to get back on and they're trying to get back on the positive wave or the positive way of thinking or where their attention going is now in a positive direction. So at some point, they'll see that positive outcome again. But you've also seen people that have went down a negative route and they were so caught up and they were so fed up of themselves or wanted change that they inevitably used all of that neg negative energy and harnessed it towards good. Which one do you want to choose? Sometimes the pain has to be so deep. You have to be tired of your own shit. That you use that energy towards good. And that is the only way you will change. That is the only way. The change, you, you have to be able to smell your own bullshit. You have to be able to smell your own shit. And in that, it's so detrimental to you, the way you view yourself, that at some point it changes. That at some point you're using all of that harnessing of negative energy towards good, towards positive change. Some technical difficulties, but we're back. Um, I guess within that, I'll go to my next point. And my last point is how all these things changed in me. How much growth or what am I more self-aware about now than a person in my 20s 
Hmm. It's a good question that I've asked myself that was actually asked by me. Shout out to Mark. Thank you for asking me that. In, in preparation to this episode, he asked me that and um, just reading it now. I think I'm more self-aware about who I am as a person. I'll take it a step further. I'm more self-aware in how I approach certain things. I understand how sometimes I operate, how I can be a detriment, but how I can also be of service and of help. And how I can show up in certain aspects and potentially leave out. Take it a step further. I've learned when to involve myself in certain situations and when to pull the plug and when to exit that a situation. I think early on in my 20s, I stayed in situations longer than I probably should have. And I think I'm more self-aware to the extent when understanding that the season is no longer for me. This experience, what I'm doing is no longer for me. And I now need to pivot. And I think I've gotten better with pivoting and moving in different directions. And it's, I think it's so crucial, so important, knowing when the season is no longer for you, knowing when it's expired or when you no longer should involve yourself in certain things, certain people, certain experiences, and knowing when to pull the plug. I think it's incredibly important. And I think that's when aware I've gone more self-aware about is knowing when to pull the plug, knowing when to not involve myself, knowing when to pull back from a situation and knowing when it's not in line with who I am anymore. And I think that's why I speak about it so passionately because I was once in an experience or I was once in a place where I did not know when to pull the plug or when to exit the premises or when to leave a relationship or when to maybe leave that job or maybe when to leave a certain thing that I know is not good for me, that I know is not in my best benefit or my best interest. And when I'm just participating in something that I no longer am in align with. And that's why I believe I speak so passionately about it because I, I get it. I understand it. And um, I know how it feels. I'm more self-aware about that. I understand that in my eyes, at least I can speak for myself and from my experience of others that I'm a little bit more an emotional, intelligent man. I understand that I have some emotional intelligence. I know how to articulate my emotions. I know how to explain my emotions. I know how to handle my own emotions. I know that the emotions are not getting the best of me. I understand that they are just emotions. I'm not going to act out of these. I'm going to be logical in my decisions. And I I know that. Um, and I know how to handle somebody else's emotions. I know how to hold space for somebody that is explaining their emotions or what they are feeling or how they are feeling. I think that now I'm able to hold space for individuals to explain to me certain things that are going on or just not even trying to give advice. Just listen. Just actually sit there and listen. Not everything needs advice. Not everything needs an input. Some people just need their, need you to just sit there and, and tell them or they tell you, rather, sorry, what is going on. You just have to hold space. And I think that 
in this journey of giving advice or giving my experiences, my wisdom, I believe that that has also hindered myself, that I thought that everything needs input. Everything needs advice. Sometimes people just need to hold space, need you to hold space. They need you to just sit there and listen, not do anything else. Okay, go on. Tell me more. What else are you feeling? Why are you feeling this way? And just sit there and just have them unveil everything to you. And that perception has been distorted. Um, I'm more self-aware in understanding certain things that occurred in childhood that, you know, my parents did the best that they could. Right? Their behaviors, their actions that they were reflected upon to me that now I've taken with me into my adult relationships, into my adulthood, is my job to heal. It's my job to heal. Certain things that are negative or detrimental or destructive to other people are now my priority to heal. It's not somebody else's job to heal. It's not somebody else's job to fix me, to change me, to heal me. It's my job to heal. And I think if we all looked at healing that way, I think that we would see a lot more healed people instead of broken relationships, instead of broken people. But everything could be fixed. If we just take the time to just sit there and be self-aware and identify and observe certain things that happened or occurred in our childhood, and we took time to actually heal those things. Healing is our job. Healing, as we know, is not linear. It's a roller coaster. It goes up and down. Some Sometimes you'll, you'll be on the up and you'll find out certain things. and You won't be triggered about certain things. But sometimes when you're going on the down, you'll, you'll feel triggered. But asking yourself, why am I triggered? Why am I feeling this way? How has this impacted me? How has this impacted me and how was it from my childhood? That is how we heal. And in that, forgive yourself for potentially not knowing any better. For potentially going with discernment on what we've known growing up. Involving yourself in certain things that we probably shouldn't have. Forgive yourself for that. Forgive that past version of self. But understand that it is now your job moving forward to heal that version of self. Because we all have healing to do, whether we realize it or not. Whether it's from childhood or from an experience into adulthood. We all have something to heal from. But it is our job to heal. It's not anybody else's job. It's not a therapist's job. It's not your partner's job. It's not your friend's job. It's not your family's job. It's your job. Because your infected way of thinking will now affect other people's behavior and will affect your outcomes in life. How you foster relationships, how you foster friendships, that will affect your behavior and will now affect their behavior going forward. It's a bowling ball effect. So I've understood in, in, in healing in myself and how important that is and how detrimental that can be if I'm not healed, if I don't heal from previous things, from things from childhood. I know how detrimental that can be. So I say all that to say that I think I've created a self I've created self-awareness um, that I continue to observe and will continue to observe because I want to become the best version of self. I want to present the best version of self for myself, for you guys, for people that are in my life and will encounter at some point or people that are coming into my life, I'm attracting into my life. I want to become the best version of self. And I think I don't, I don't think I can do that if I'm not self-aware. That's why self-awareness, in my opinion, is one of the most important things in this life. Um, so I think my weaknesses in terms of 
those those things that were now weaknesses that now have turned into strengths. I think that I think I've seen strength in my resiliency, in my willing willingness to become better, to succeed, to grow. I think that that is an extreme strength that I've that I've fostered and I fully accepted. And um, I fully want to happen. I just want to fully indulge myself in, in becoming the best version of self. Whatever that may look like. Understanding shortcomings, understanding myself to a better, better degree. Certain wounds that are still there. Certain traumas that are still there. That I want to turn those and, and create a better version of self. As we are now going on 50 minutes, I think this is time to um, to stop the episode. Um, I really enjoyed this one. I think we got, I think there's a lot that I'm happy with that, I, that how it came out. Um, I hope you guys enjoy I hope you guys like this episode. Hopefully, this is one of my longer episodes, at least my solos. So I hope you guys enjoy this. I hope you guys like this. I'm thinking about doing a live Q&A um, or not live, but asking people what they want me to speak about. And I'll briefly speak about it um, for an episode, potentially next week. So if you guys that want that, let me know. Like, comment, subscribe if you are new. As always. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for showing support. Thank you guys for showing love on every single episode.